Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Four time All Ireland winning footballer with Dublin, Siobhan McGrath, put exhaustion and aches and pains down to being wrecked after a training session, but little did she know what was happening at the time. Uh, Siobhan is with us here on the programme today. Siobhan, good afternoon. Hi, how are you? Good, not bad at all. Listen, take us back to that day last June and what happened. Um, so I, yeah, I suppose I woke up um, feeling very, very tired. Um, I went, I got up though and I went into the bathroom and everything seemed okay other than that I just was exhausted. I washed my face, etc., came out and then it was when I was going to get dressed, I was trying to put on my t-shirt um, and I noticed then my hands and my arms were kind of in different, well, my fingers were in different directions and my arms just weren't really functioning properly. And then my teacher got a bit tangled in my hands and I, my brain just wouldn't comprehend how to actually untangle the t-shirt and put it on. So I kind of gave up on that and decided I just needed to get a bit of air. So I went over to my window and I tried to open that. And again, I could clasp, like I could put my hands on the clasp, but I just couldn't, my brain couldn't figure out how to push them and my fingers wouldn't really do it either. So I probably maybe panicked a little bit and I started pulling out my window and I set off my alarm. Um, but my legs were fine. They were functioning because I was able to go downstairs. But again, my brain couldn't put together the sequence of my um, code, even though mm. I kind of knew what the number it should be. But like my brain just wouldn't put them together. So even though like this is all happening, I was one part of my brain was still in control because I was able to calm myself down and just take a few deep breaths. And what did um, you think, managed... What did you think, sorry, Siobhan, was ha- like happening at the time? I was in between, was this a choke or was this becoming a bad migraine because I suppose I was getting the auras around my eyes, etc. But okay. I probably at that point, wasn't 100% sure. I was probably a bit panicking at that time. But when I just calmed myself down, I was able to, I managed then to knock my alarm and I went back upstairs and I did at that point go to myself, right, you need to check the other signs. Um, and I went in and checked my face and it wasn't drooping. So I was like, okay, that's one thing down. And then I went to speak and I did ask myself, am I having it? Like I was like, are you having a stroke? And just double Dutch came out. And so I just couldn't form a sentence and words just were not coming. So at that point, I kind of knew it's gone some it's gone to definitely more than a migraine or there's definitely something mm-hmm. else happening um, so again I just kept trying to calm myself down before I, I kind of knew I needed to ring somebody but I needed to be able to tell somebody what was happening so I just kept speaking I kept just trying to form sentences kept trying to get words out and and I might get a sentence and then it would go back to double dutch so when I got to a stage where I felt like I could get some words out and I was able then to unlock my phone because at the time I felt I couldn't really unlock my phone either Um, I then rang my mum and I just kind of got the words hospital or doctor aid and she came down to me Um, but by the time she'd come down so she is only like you know five ten minute drive away max by the time she had come down all the other symptoms had kind of passed I could talk I could converse Maybe not as fluid as I'd like to, but um, the symptoms kind of had, it probably they were probably 20 to 25 minutes, I'd say, of symptoms. 
So did you go straight? It must have been very frightening, Siobhan, and, and even the, the realisation, you know what I mean, that you were aware, I suppose, of what the symptoms were and what to look out for and, you know, and, and thinking that that's what was happening at the time. I presume you went straight to hospital then? I Well, I went actually up to the doctor first because, you know, I did know deep down, but then there is a part of you that's like, oh, have I just, you know, was course, that a bliss? Yeah. Was it actually something... Um, and so I, I said I'd go to the doctor first and he did all the like stroke and um, fast tests, etc. Um, and I didn't show any signs at all anymore, really, but he still wasn't happy. Um, that was probably about two hours by the time I got into him after. And then I went straight, He but he sent me straight to Amy, which obviously I'm very happy about now. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, so it took a few different tests to come back because like my blood again, when they were doing the um, stroke symptom tests, you know, I wasn't really showing signs of somebody who did have one. And the CAT scan came back clear as well. It was actually the MRI that showed it up. So even at that kind of stage, I probably was a couple of times in A&E myself going, oh, here, you know, I think I want to leave. I'm fine. But I'm just really glad I didn't. And I pushed through, even though it might be painful and a nuisance at the time. It's definitely worth making sure you get fully tested and get cleared. How was your recovery, Siobhan? Um, yeah, I feel I'm quite lucky in my recovery. I made a full recovery. I obviously had fatigue. I never felt fatigue like it for a couple of months afterwards. Um, and headaches, they were they were there. Um, the probably other thing that I felt took its time to come back was like my vocabulary especially like in a professional sense it just wasn't coming as fluidly as it would have mm. beforehand but I don't I feel I feel fine now I feel like a year on I would never have even known I had it you know so um I am a very like, very lucky though yeah you're it took about a year did it for you know just even to recover from the fatigue as well in in all of this and get back I suppose more to yourself I, yeah, I'd say it might, I, I, I probably feel the way I do maybe for about two to three months now, so probably not quite a year. Um, I maybe did kind of try and go back into life as not like, I do obviously tell myself to slow down quicker than I would have beforehand. So if I am feeling tired, I'm less likely to like burn the candle at both ends, if that makes sense. I'm, I'm quicker to identify I'm tired and, and slow down a bit. Um, but I do feel very myself for the last two to three months, I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah. good. You're you're back playing with the club as well. I am, yes. So I don't know, that might have helped. I think, you know, maybe I get energy from exercise, yeah. so I kind of did put myself back into it and maybe that did help with my fatigue. But um, yeah, no, I'm fine. I don't good. feel any different. The, it, yeah. I know you wanted to, you know, to, to, I suppose to highlight this and to share your experience because not everybody would um, recognise and, and know the symptoms in the way that, that you did and particularly with the, the level um, and the extent of the training that, that obviously you were doing at the time, Siobhan, like, you know, anybody could have put it down, I suppose, to exhaustion or fatigue or a hard training session. But that was one of the points, I suppose, you wanted to, to highlight in all of this, the signs and the symptoms to be aware of. Yeah, like, and as I'm generally a person that probably would pawn things off and think I'm fine, um, but I think it's a case of this time last year. I probably was I was hearing hearing a lot about the fast campaign. It was on the telly. There was adverts, etc. So, 
I think I was just, I was a bit more aware of the different types of symptoms. Um, and luckily I was. But I suppose for me, I know, like I've talked to so many people and they don't know the fast signs. They don't, they don't know what to look out for. Just remind um, us, Siobhan. Um, so you have your, your fast, your F, your face, the falling on one side. Um, your your speech, you ha- if, it, if it's slurred, your arms, if um, they can put, the person can put the arms over the head and keep them there. And then T is time. So, there's, you know, you don't have time. Well, you do have time, but, you know, you want to reduce the time, mm. get to the hospital, either call 112 or 999. Um, don't wait, you know, because the quicker, the quicker you get help, the more of the person you save. Um, so... Yeah, that's that's the thing. Yeah, but. no, it's well well worth absolutely reminding people, and I suppose it just shows you, you know, the the significance and the importance of those kind of ad campaigns that are running and through the the Heart Foundation that you were able to recognise, you know, from the fast act yeah. fast campaign, what what to look out for. You're back at work. You're you're keeping well overall. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm I'm really good. Yeah, fair. good. No, it's great to hear. And listen, I, I appreciate your time on the show today, and um, thanks a million for for joining us. And delighted to hear that your you know recovery is going well, and you're you're keeping well as well. Siobhan McGrath, four time All Ireland winning footballer uh, with Dublin, and as I said, well worth just highlighting if people are looking for more information or even just the signs, symptoms, things to look out for. You'll get all the details uh, on the Irishheart.ie website. Lunchtime live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.